Hello, John. Well, hello, Nicholas. How are you? You I, don't have to answer that. I already I, know, but I'm not gonna. I'm crapping. No, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> good. All good. Good. So I, I, this is folks, this is kind of a, a rushed uh, episode, not rushed for you, but rushed for us because I had a really interesting thing happen to me today. And, and honestly, John, it's, it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. And I've said it a number of times to my wife and actually got into a conversation with my chiropractor about it today. Um, and I'm interested to know, I, I'm not interested in people's judgment. I just want to throw that out there, but I'm interested in what Great. people have to say and what they would do. I'm going to start with the conversation I had and how I got onto it with, with my, onto the subject with my chiropractor. Um, because we were, he was talking about redoing his office and he's having a lot of difficulty finding contractors to come in and do the work. Yeah. Partly because Nashville, as many places are, are, is experiencing quite a bit of growth. And, yep. you know, he's, as he put it, there are people building buildings and, companies are making $5 million off of that building where my little renovation is going to be maybe a hundred grand. Right. So I can understand that. That makes perfect sense. You know, I, I, and we'll talk about the customer service ramifications of that sure. later because that's, that was the biggest part he was struggling with. Yep. But uh, you know, he was, he went on to say, I, I just don't understand why our whole society is kind of going down that path of not communicating and not, you know, just not caring and just being just basically, he didn't say the words, but basically be just being shitty people. Yeah. You and I have talked about that quite a bit. So yeah. I shared with him, um, that experience. And, and like I had said, it, it's make, it's still making me very nervous and it happened this morning and this is now evening. So it's, it's all day and it's still festering and me and my, my, uh, anxiety have uh, really been playing. It's been playing a number on me, but Part of me, and I know I'm doing this on purpose, part of me is thinking this thing that happened 10 years ago would not have, well, maybe 15, 20 years ago, it would have been a good thing. It was a good deed. I did something that I consider a good deed. And nowadays, I'm second guessing it from the second it happened all the way until now of whether or not I should have, even though it was the right thing to do, whether I should have done it. So here we go. Yeah. This morning, every morning I go and I take Peyton to school. We leave at about 7.15 uh, in the morning so I can get her. It's about 30-minute drive, drop her off, come home um, to to work. And every morning there's a, a young lady in the neighborhood with an entrance to the neighborhood waiting for the bus. I see her every I don't know her, never met her. Um, she's a, a middle schooler. And I wave at her in the morning just to be nice. And this morning... I pull in and I see her and I wave at her and she flags me down and I'm like, okay, what's going on? And I roll down my window and she's like, yeah, I'm so sorry, sir. I, I missed the bus and I, can you give me a ride to school? And I'm like, red flag. Uh, okay. Where do you go to school? So this was Peyton was with you still or no, no? Peyton was not with me. Nope. Okay. No. That's yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm like, eh. Okay, you know, she's uh, goes to the middle school, so she's not old. She's and I, and I talked to her for a minute, and she was in she's in seventh grade, same age as Peyton. Right. So I said, yeah, that's fine. I'll take you. It's not far away. It's five minutes away. So sure. you know, I I take her to take her to school. 
But the whole time I'm just like, this is why. And I asked her about her parents and I said, you know, did you tell your parents you missed the bus? You know, do you need to call them? I think you should call them. Smart. She's like, no, I already told them I missed the bus. And I'm like, well, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Why are you flagging down a stranger? Yeah. I mean, this is all going through my head where 20 years ago would have just said, okay, get in. Let's go. Good point. And, yeah. And take her. Now yeah. I've got all these things in my head. So luckily my wife knows the principal at the middle school. So I told the minute, the minute this girl got out of the car, I called Jen. I said, call the principal, tell him this, tell everything that happened. You know, I told her everything that happened and, yep. and she did. And the principal knew exactly who she was. And, and he's like, yeah, that sounds like something she'd do. Um, so, I mean, it's not, I guess, so I guess it's not uncommon. And he said, I will call her dad and make sure everything is good. And, you know, just a, a CYA, but this is, that's the problem. That's where I'm, I'm really torn because, and I, I even said to Jenna, you know, I, I didn't know what else to do. I'm not going to leave a 12 year old on the side yep. of the road. Yep. Her parents were at work, by the way. How I didn't far away. That. So how far away is the school from where you picked her up? Uh, miles or minutes? Miles. Miles. Three, four miles. Okay. Far enough that she's not walking. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. And you, you wouldn't, we don't have sidewalks or anything. She'd be walking on a highway the whole yeah. way. So yeah. it's not safe. Uh, not safe at all. Her parents live, uh, not don't live. Her parents work. Cause I asked her, where are your parents home? You know, is there someone home? And she's like, no, they're at work. They work in Lebanon, Tennessee, which is on the other side of town. So what did they think was going to happen? Don't know. I have no idea. And like Jen said, red flags, red flags, red flags. And, but we don't want to call DCS, you know? So oh, no, no. But, so anyway, you know, there, there, and there's something comforting about, uh, about that, though, somebody that you see every day, the consistency. Yeah. You're a nice man. Obviously, you're not trying to, you know, because you would have had many more opportunities if you were that creepy guy. Right. Who was, you know, doing whatever. She trusted you enough to ask you. Yeah. I mean, so she that's sees where the, I go with it. At least. Yeah. She sees the car every day. It's not like sure. it. I, I'm, I mean, I'm stranger, but I'm not a complete stranger because she knows I live in the neighborhood. She sees the car every day. Sure. Um, but at the same time, it's just weird. And again, 20 years ago, it's a non-issue, but with all the shit that is happening in this world. Well, and so, uh, and that becomes another piece of the puzzle. Is there really that much more shit happening in the world? Who knows? Or is but the it's media telling it, us that well, there is, it, is so much going on because their job is to get news stories that make people go, Oh, the horror. Yeah. And, and I actually want to, I want to talk about something that that's going to take us off the subject, but you're absolutely right. And I also think phones and social media and the internet also have a lot to do with that. As I don't well. disagree. It's all media. You're yeah. right. But yeah. it's all that, that part is all, um, uh, it's out of control. There's no yeah. doubt. And yeah. you think, and so there are multiple arms to this. One is, uh, TikTok stars. Yeah. And you look at some of these people and go, really? This is, and, and you know, the rumors, true or not, probably true about China using it, you know, TikTok to, to right. dumb down U.S. society. Right. I, I see that that is a possibility. Sure. It's not, it's not helpful. That's for no, sure. No. You get these. Well, I mean, it's funny okay. and entertaining. So it, that's it, fine. It can I mean, be. So let's, let's just for argument's sake, yeah. let's talk about that because right now, TikTok is the number one source for short form educational video as well. 
So okay. is it just dumbing down or are people actually utilizing it? So I look at it this way. Is it really the Chinese that are dumbing us down or is it the people on TikTok that are dumbing, dumbing us down? Because there, there is some good content on TikTok. Oh, yeah. And you got, it's just like anything. You can't paint it with a broad brush. Right. It's the same with YouTube. I mean, yes. they spend way too much time on YouTube. Way too much time. And, and it's, you know, on the other hand, when I needed to be a hero at Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, I learned how to carve the damn turkey. Right. So, exactly. Yes. So, exactly. And yeah. did it like Lisa said, I had no idea you knew how to carve a turkey. I didn't. Well, and remember when you and I went axe I was just going to bring that up. That exactly. was awesome. Yes, it was. We, we, we for, go, this was us together. I think the last time we were together, because we probably did a potty mouse. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That's that was the second time we did one in person. Right. Exactly. That was, that was awesome. when Stephen was, we, Stephen was a guest on the, on the podcast. We were, yes, that's right. And we had such a, oh my gosh, it was hilarious because we're going, okay, so it's ax throwing. I don't know anything about it. YouTube. And both of us are going, oh, that's pretty good. Well, I think Nick's first one, we get there to the, to the ax throwing thing and Nick just drops it right in the damn bullseye <laughs> and people are going, Wow, I guess you've been here before. No, first time I ever threw one. Yeah, first time ever. It was awesome. It, it was it was a lot of YouTube. fun. There's YouTube. Stay yep. with us. Exactly. Exactly. It was it was. But anyway, that that was yep. my thing. So, you know, I'm very I don't know why I'm nervous. I don't know why I'm anxious, but you know, it's one of those things. I know I did the right thing. You sure did. And I think you did the smart thing not only by talking to Jen, but uh also talking to the principal. Having and, her talk to the principal and, yep. and just make that connection. Just yep. to be, it's better to be safe than stupid. And exactly. I just, just but it's still know. making me nervous. And I, it, you know, wouldn't be so bad if I knew the neighbors. They've only been in the neighborhood for six months. Okay. And we see them, but we just, we've, no one's ever talked to them because we sure. never see them out. The only, the only person I see outside of the house is, is her when she's waiting for the bus. You know, other than that, they're, they're pretty private people. And so that's a, another, a good argument for getting to know your neighbors. Absolutely. And, and it's easier said than done. It is, especially, especially in, in this day and age. Well, in the winter too, not so much where you are, but yeah, a lot of people just shut it down in the winter and they're not interacting. Whereas summertime, springtime, fall, even you're outdoors cooking and, you know, having fun. And, and so it makes it a little bit easier then, but even just a neighborhood barbecue, you know, get together yep. and say, Hey, and yeah, we haven't done anything like that since COVID, since before COVID. Right. And the yeah, that's a really good point. And that's yep. probably what caused, and that's just it. People have crawled into their shells yeah. more than. Okay. Before. So I do want to walk that back a little bit. We did, yeah. everyone did get out and spend a lot of time with each other once during Coco. That was when we had the massive snowstorm and everyone was stuck in the house because of the snowstorm. Um, everyone did get out and spend time with each other. So we got to know our name, but they weren't here yet. So that doesn't count for them. Right. Um, anyway, so that was my, that's my story. Still kind of reeling from it. Don't know again. I, I, I shouldn't, but you did everything right. Uh, and so hopefully will, doesn't, let me that, put, it's all, it's, it's all how it's, it's storytelling. You know? Sure. Let me, let me put the grace classy spin on it. Grace classy was an older lady who worked at the bank in my hometown. So okay. my house was uh, at the end of the street, maybe two thirds of a mile, not quite a mile to the school. And I would walk right by Grace's house. And if I timed it right, I'd catch Grace when she'd get in her car going to work at the bank. So mm -hmm. I was, I mean, this was 
middle school, high school, and, you know, all the way through. If I'd happen to see her, she would offer me a ride sometimes. And I, well, yeah, thanks. You know, and it was, it was, I was on purpose if I could make it work. She just take me up to the main corner, got me a little closer. Thanks a lot, Mrs. Glassy. Nice to see you. And she was just a wonderful, it was just a really nice thing. And she, you right. know, small talk for half a mile or whatever it was. And, uh, and it was great. So I, I think there are way more of those than, than, you know, the ones who are, uh, I, creepers I would doing so. But connection. here's the other side of it. The, the part that really gets me is a 12 year old asking for a ride from a stranger. Yes. But you're putting, uh, so how many times have you waved at her? Would you say? I don't know. 10, 15 times. Okay. So this is the consistency and it, right or wrong. It's what makes kids feel, un, feel comfortable because yeah. of the consistency. And um, so again, right or wrong. If I'm a parent, I'm a little concerned about that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that whole story, though. Yeah, neither, neither do I. So. And that's that's the part that really throws red flags. I mean, for sure, for sure. My, but I, that's we, not something you're going to fix as long as you're protected. No. Right. And it was the right. It was the right thing to do. It was the nice thing to do. Yeah. And that really, Nick, has got to overrule all the BS. Hopefully, that, that gets blown into our minds. Right. Uh, seriously. Yeah. It has to overrule. Do the so, right thing. Speaking of, you you had mentioned um, you know, all the things that media says and all the different stories. Yeah. So I listened to uh Joe Rogan. I don't know if anyone knows that I listened to Joe Rogan once. Uh oh. No, no. But never. I listened to uh Joe one of his, Joe Rogaine. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. Um so I listened to, I, I'm going to look to make sure it's still the most recent episode, but it was when I listened to it was the most recent episode. Um, let's see. Oh, nope. He's got uh, two other episodes after it. It is wow. episode 1921 with Peter uh, Zihan. And Peter is a mapping, or I'm sorry, what is his title? He is a geopolitical strategist, speaker, and author. Okay. Um, it was really good. And, and as I was expressing it to some of my friends who I recommended, uh, listen to this podcast, sorry, John, I hadn't gotten around to you yet, but, um, some of my other, other friends, other friends that, uh, it was interesting because it made me feel better about the world and still scared me, scared the shit out of me at the same time because, How so? well, he was all he does is look at numbers and statistics and history and puts it all together and comes up with predictions about how certain things are going to work. And then he also, his group, it looks at how, um, how things in the world are actually happening and why in reality. And so he walked, he was talking about Ukraine. He was talking about Russia. He was talking about China and what was really happening behind and why certain things are probably going to happen and why certain things aren't going to happen. And they've all and and his group has predicted everything that's happened. He said we're we've been spot on for I mean, whether or not that's true, I don't know. But he was saying mm. pretty much been spot on the entire time. Mm. Um, and and you know, obviously Joe's going to ask, what about everyone is scared that we're going to get nuked and stuff like that? And he explained why that may or may not happen, and if it did, when and why, and how we can avoid it, and all this stuff. So it was just really interesting because you're sitting there going, oh yeah, that that makes sense makes me feel a lot better. And then he's like, you know, going on about the, the collapse of society 
and he's like, the society is going to collapse. It's going to collapse in the next 50 years, but it's not what you guys think the collapse is. The collapse is basically everyone's going to withdraw to their own country. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to, we're going to survive it just fine. And then we're going to, it's going to regrow and we're going to become global again. You know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm making it, I'm, you know, taking a three hour podcast and sure. bringing it down to 30 seconds, but it's basically what he's saying mm. is don't freak out about the, the outcome because that's technically, technically what's happening, but it's not as bad as, you know, he's like the United States, for example, we are not in dire straits when it comes to food because we produce the majority of our own food. Yeah. We produce, produce the majority of our own energy. We aren't as reliant on other countries as the media would make you well, think we are. True, although there are some things like pharmaceuticals. Yeah, he mentioned 98% that. Ninety-eight yep. percent produced in China. Right, but and, yeah. but he made the point. It's not for the 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 not. It's not because we can't. Oh no, no question. Well, I would say the the lion's share. Let's just say in the ninetieth percentile is not because we can't it's because it's cheaper to do it exactly. somewhere else exactly. and that's so it's it's a uh, you know so so prices continue to go up right. as we manufacture locally in the US right. and uh, is that inflation is that uh, who knows yeah. all i do know and i'm not his his expertise notwithstanding if you follow the money it will give you most of the answers that's exactly what he said yeah Yep. So anyway, I, I'm not, I'm not doing it justice. I know I'm missing a lot of pieces, but I would highly recommend if anyone's interested in that, if, if you especially are like me who carries a lot of anxiety about stupid shit, listen to that podcast, because I do think it'll make you feel better. And it also brings me to a point where I, I said, my life goal, if there's nothing else, I don't want to be a feared person, but I want to have the ability to make people feel good and scared all at the same time. That that would be a life goal for me. Good and scared. Yeah. Kind of like people listening to this podcast. They're like, this is a good podcast, but I'm scared that these guys actually have a podcast. I'm a little scared. Well, yeah. yes, I, I think that really has been our stated goal from the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I think it has. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> you were talking about your chiropractor. Yes. And I think it's awesome you told him about that, about the <laughs> I encounter. Well, yeah. no, why? I, obviously, you trust him. Or her, him, him, and yep. uh, and that's awesome. I think that's uh, that's very cool that you did. And talking about uh, getting work done mm-hmm. and and having people, uh, we talked about that. So you sent, and this is perfect. You sent me a uh, a real estate listing of a house in Port Charlotte today in Port yeah. Charlotte, where I live. And Lisa and I looked at existing homes before we decided to build. Yeah. And we wanted to buy an existing home because we knew building would be this at least year long shenanigan laden fest of, you know, getting stuff done and hiring. Oh, we don't have availability of the material and holy crap. Can can I point something out really quick while you're on your story? Every single time I ask how the house is doing, you say, you know, we should be in before Christmas. We should be in by the middle of January. We should. Uh, You you just misunderstood what year. You just misunderstood what year. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this year. My bad. I I apologize. So middle of January, 2025. (laughs) Yes, baby. Okay. It's entirely possible. I'll come around to that because there is some good news. 
All right. Anyway, we, we looked at several, let's say fixer uppers. The uh-huh. problem was at the time when we bought, um, they were so overpriced, even the fixer uppers. The yeah. one you sent is on a canal with a pool. And it has, I mean, it's 760 square feet. It's yes, a tiny. little dinky ass yeah. house. But it would be great fun to redo something like that. Excuse me. The trouble yeah. is, if it's 200 grand, it needs a minimum of $100,000 of work, at, at least. And so, oh, yeah. And that place sitting, definitely did. Oh, for sure. And you're sitting at a $300,000 house and you go, well, hell, I might as well just build one. And that's why we decided yeah. to build a house. So go yep. forward a year, which is uh, to last week was a year where they cleared the lot. Um, mm-hmm. We today have countertops and they're putting in the tile and the showers. And nice. so next is lighting. And uh, yeah, so we're close. And, Good. Um, but that's what they keep telling us. End of the sure. month, middle of next month. Uh, we'll see. But <laughs> I, we have to be out of here by the end of February one way or the other. So um, don't let my builder hear that um, because we told him the end of January. So we'll see. Oh, nice. Okay. How that well, hopefully he doesn't listen to the podcast. I, you know, I've told him not to. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I, hey, have you heard usually about this body mouth? It sucks. Don't listen to body <laughs> mouth. It sucks. And so I think he's yeah. stayed away. Yeah. I, I could see the numbers <laughs> dipping already. But in terms of fixing stuff and getting hiring people to fix stuff, yeah, I get it that you know somebody uh, contractors are going to take bigger jobs. Why wouldn't they? It makes perfect sense. But it also kind of goes hand in hand with uh, what car dealers went through. Yes, it, it's very that's, similar. And that's what I brought up to him too. Yeah, because yep. you're right. When you see somebody that charges two grand over sticker price, and you say, "Well, that's." That's really terrible. Well, you have somebody that's willing to pay it, apparently. Yep. And yep. so that's one thing. Um, but the fallout is what happens later. And it's yes. going to happen to some of these contractors. Oh, it will. It's, it's we're seeing that in the car thing. business right now. You bet. You bet. And that's one thing that our team is, is working with these dealers to try to do is to help them yep. get back to that customer experience that has been lacking for the last two years, three years, maybe. Yep. And it's, it's definitely a struggle. It's an uphill battle when we're, we're starting to lose, lose people in these businesses, in these yeah. dealerships who just, they're, they're not used to actually having to work. They to don't know how car. to do it. Exactly. Right. They have no right. clue. And it's the, well, you wanted the blue one. Well, no, I'd like to drive it. <sighs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and so that's what we were talking about. His, his name is Dr. Hayes. So, um, that's what uh, Dr. Hayes and I were talking about is these, he's had two contractors come in now. One of them was three months ago and said, yeah, I'll get the bid for you. I'll, you know, and I'll send it to you. And Hayes has reached out numbers, a number of times yeah. back to this. And the guy is just ghosting him, completely ghosting. Him. So he brought in another one. The other guy said, yeah, I, I'll pull the permits. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll get you the plans. We'll make sure everything is good. And then you just let me know when we want to move forward. Guy's been ghosting him. He can't get a hold of him. It's like, you know, it all, and he said, all it's going to take, if you can't do it or you don't have the time to do it, call me and tell me we're, we're fine. We don't have to do this right now. I'd like to, but we don't have to, but this was a runaround. So now what do I do? Do I go find a third contractor? Is that third contractor going to ghost me? 
we're yeah, losing I, that customer experience, that customer connection. And that's, that means all the difference. That, that has been probably not surprisingly to anyone who knows that's been the issue in Florida. Certainly. I mean, since we've been down here, but since hurricane Ian, mm-hmm. even to the next degree, because oh, really? you have, you can't, you can't get fences. Yeah. I, I wanted a fence around the house and still do. And, but try to get somebody to put in a fence for you because there's so much fence damage around here. These yeah. people will be busy for, you know, the next 20 years. Um, and same with pool cages. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be tough to get the cage. Why? Well, yeah. because they've opted for someone else instead of you because yep. they, they're going to spend what? more. Yeah. Yeah. But well, it's going to come yeah. and bite them in the ass. It will. It eventually I think will. So. I think so. Uh, but I don't know if. I, I, yeah, who knows? And who knows how long they would have been in business anyway? You know, right. some of them are just fly by night and yep. off they go and make money while they can. That was certainly true after Ian. I mean, there were people who would take huge deposits and, and that's a different topic, but it's, yeah. it's still accurate. People take deposits and, and would never do the work. Right. And, that, and that's, yeah. And that's one thing that I think, um, Dr. Hayes has, lucked out on is he never put any money down, which, you know, that also could have made the difference. Who knows? But yeah, uh, maybe there's, I mean, I, I was driving when I was driving this young lady to, to school yeah. today, yeah. I drove by a, a place I drive by probably her three name, times. Her, a name, her name wasn't Daisy. Was it? No, 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 no. Driving no. Miss Daisy. Driving Miss Daisy. That would okay. be fantastic. Anyway, driving down the road that I drive down all the time. And even just, I mean, I was down there two days ago and two days ago, there was a lot with trees and everything, and today it's completely leveled, wow. and people are they're already starting to build. That's and it's a commercial property. Here. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's everywhere here. And speaking of commercial, there was one um, uh, right on US forty one, which is a major uh, highway down here. Okay. Um, they had, I mean, it was an awesome structure. It mm-hmm. is. <laughs> I'm looking at it, and go, whoa, that's going to be a really cool. You know, they've got that slab poured and they have uh, steel um, uh, 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 studs everywhere. I mean, probably. That was my name in college. Steel stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I use those stud sensors sometimes because I keep getting stuck on me. <laughs> so I have to. Um, but this place, so this place looks amazing and it's, wow, it's going to be huge. And then the hurricane came through. Oh, no. And you wouldn't believe what it did. To those steel girders uh, things, yeah, they were. I mean, they're all bent over, and they had to essentially start the whole building over. Oh wow! Yeah. Did I did I ever tell you about the straight line winds slash tornado that hit when I was uh, at a golf course in Minnesota? Oh no! This was. I'm trying to think. I was still in high school because I was actually. I had. We went out to dinner at a golf club near us, and this is a golf club in Minnesota that had for a very long time. And I, I would assume that it's probably still there, but I don't know. Um, but it was a, a senior golf tour. So the senior PGA tour cool. event would happen there. Those and are this, fun too. They are a lot of, we yeah. always went to this one too. And cool. uh, we were, so they were preparing for it. It was the week after the, we, when we went to have dinner, sorry, I have a itchy back. So I got to scratch my back. Sorry. Um, it's, your back. it's my back. Um, so we were, we were there for dinner and I had my girlfriend with me. Um, it was my mom, my stepdad, my girlfriend and I, and, uh, 
eating at the clubhouse and they were starting to put all the stands, all the metal stands up on the, on the ends of like the 18th hole and the ninth hole. So sure. big, big stadium stands, all metal. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Oh. It was one of those eerie things. Again, Minnesota, very flat. So you can see pretty much out and you're looking out over the golf course while we're in the restaurant. And it's daytime in the middle of summer. And all of a sudden, the sky goes black. And then that really huh. deep green that you get before a tornado. So, of course, we all went down into the basement and waited Smart. it out. And the power Geniuses. went out. We still we had a great time. I mean, they were they uh, my my parents had a this was before I could drink. But my parents had a few cocktails because I was driving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, they still served us dinner down in the hallway in the basement by the, club, awesome. the by the, uh, uh, pro shop. It was a lot of fun and, and we didn't hear anything, didn't see anything, but then everything let up and we came back upstairs. All of the stands were, li it literally looked like someone picked them up like a piece of paper and balled them up. Wow. And they were sitting on the, I mean, it was crazy. And all the trees on the, the golf course were laying on their side. Wow. I mean, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Because yeah. it happened so fast. And that's, and I, you know, I, I didn't, I'd never been through a hurricane before. And this one, in as much as we went through it, we were, you know, 80, uh, 50 miles inland. Yeah. But uh, to come back here where they really got hit, the straight line winds for five hours, six mm -hmm. hours straight. You can look at trees and even the trees, especially maybe the ones that didn't fall down. Yeah. They're all like bent. Yeah. <laughs> they are. And they're still that way. Yeah. We, we have them in the backyard of our rental here. And, and it's, you can just, do you wonder which direction the wind was coming from? Everything is just all <laughs> sideways. Go oh that way. Yeah. Go I that. Know. This is out. <laughs> yes. Going out. Anyway, it was, yeah, it's quite a, um, quite, quite a thing, especially just how relentless it is. And that's yeah. having been raised like you on tornadoes, we go boom and it's done. And you go, Oh, I can't believe all this happened. And, and this is just like six hours of holy yeah. crap and, you know, relentless sort of stuff. So it's, I, I don't know if one's, I mean, if you get hit with a tornado, it's, you know, as bad as any hurricane, but oh yeah, it can be. Go it on can for be. so much longer. So. You know, it, it, since we're on the topic of weather, I, yes. I don't know if I sent you this, but it came up in, in uh, Instagram. It was a video from 1978. And for those of you who are doing the math, that was the year I was born. Um, 1978. And it was uh, our good old friend, Leonard Nimoy, Spock, for those who don't know who Leonard Nimoy is, uh, doing a, a thing about nature. In the, and I remember my mom actually telling me this, but in, in 1978, the big news was they had been tracking weather for the th previous 30 years and all of their data and everything was pointing to the fact that in, in the early 80s, we were going to start uh, experiencing an ice age. And it was funny because yep. I'm listening to Leonard Nimoy talk about this and it's everything that we're hearing about global warming. And I, I'm not being a denier. I'm just I'm just making a fact about media again all the stuff we hear about global warming it was the exact same thing but it was all global cooling so why and did they change the what, what did they change it to then when that comes up well oh, now it's climate it, change 
it's climate change. Well, it was climate change back then, but it no, was, it wasn't. It was, no, uh, it was. Well, okay, it was you would know better than I. Ice I age. It was global cooling, and this is what we have to look out for. Right, and it still. Goes well, he did back. use the he did use the the term ice age. Ice age, of course. Yeah, we're yeah. entering the because, ice age because people go, oh no, that's going to be you know. This goes back to what I said. Follow the money. Yeah, who makes all the money? But and people will, oh, you know, you're a you're a denier, and you know, look. I'm, there is no question climate change occurs. It's yep. occurred for thousands of years. Right. And so the the biggest question I always offer is this. How much money does it take to avoid it? Right. How much money does it take to fix it? Yeah. No one can answer that question. Well, because you it, can't. And it's obvious. Well, I I would argue that you may not be able to, but at the same time, if that freaked people out, and it's 1978, it was 44 years ago. If that freaked people out 44 years ago and now we're in a different climate crisis, maybe it did. Maybe someone said, Oh, we need to fix that. So we don't, so that doesn't happen. Or they did in it. That might have been money. It might have been some you, other invention. You don't think so, you would have heard about that? No. Oh, they always. wouldn't have taken credit for that. Well, they probably did in their bank account. Oh, such crap. No, I'm just, if, I'm, I'm, I'm just, had they I'm, done anything that could make it. See, here's the, this is the mindset of some of those people. We, could actually do something about it. They <laughs> can't. They True. cannot. And yeah. so it's something beyond themselves that they can't control. Um, I found this really funny, and I just got a second hand. Ellen DeGeneres said something about all the storms in California, mm -hmm. how they're just being, uh, it's just they're incredible. They're being annihilated. They're being pummeled. She, right. And she with said. stuff they've needed for the last five years. She said, we have pissed off Mother Nature. And Jordan Peterson replied to her and said, maybe we should put a virgin down a volcano. <laughs> that's and hilarious. I love Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And that's why, <laughs> because that's all they hold on to. It's mm -hmm. the, it's the, Oh, it's mother nature. And she's mad. Is she, is no, that really what's going on? It's, it's the, the, that part of the country has been in a drought for how long? Yeah. A major drought. And this yes. is nature fixing it. And, and it's California. They are subject to mudslides. Exactly. And they're subject to. Well, and if and, you've been in a drought for five, 10 years, yeah, what do sure. you expect? Well, it's true. And that's, that's just how it's, how it's going to be in, yeah. in some of those areas. Now, but I'm not like belittling. Mis no, no, no. I'm it's, not belittling not, any of the people that have, of have us lost doing anything. That. Right. That's, that's horrendous. Yeah. But it's like saying that people who live near the Mississippi River deserve to get flooded. Right. And they don't. That's not right. what the point is. But if you wanted to avoid being through a flood, maybe that's not the best place to build. Exactly. So yep. your call. I, I mean, it's, yeah. but you don't ever look at it from a position that, oh, they deserve that. Or, yeah. Or, no one, you know, no one there deserves what's happening to them. But no, uh, no. Well, I mean, the, the folks that are here in Nashville now that came from California. Yeah. They, they're, they're going, hey, I made the right decision now. <laughs> not that they didn't think that when they moved here. Um, wow. Well, Speaking of, I, I sent I sent this uh, this meme to, or not the meme. It was actually a news story to uh, one of our buddies in <laughs> Which, LA. Honestly, most of them are like memes, yeah, so that's much. fine. Yeah. Well, this one, no, this one you might appreciate. So, um, might guess who is? There's another Californian moving to Nashville. Really? And more specifically, moving to Franklin. In an outburger. Ooh, I had to do that with the mic on. So yeah, I know that, that helps. That's why there was silence there. Coughing into the yeah. mic. 
Yeah, um, In and Out Burger. That's is awesome. Yeah, a a office here. I thought it was just a store that was opening. No, they're opening an office here too. So Two. we're going to get so uh, stores and as an well. Office. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited about that. I like In and Out. So I might I come will, and visit. Will, that's yeah. really been the only thing preventing me from coming to visit you. I know. Is there know. no In and Out Burger there? Yeah. Well, I mean, you did come to Nashville. <laughs> you just decided not to visit me when you were here. I, whatever. You said, well, if you can't stay for the weekend, go to hell. <laughs> Couldn't believe that. It's really rude. Oh, one more California thing. Yeah. Uh, this also just read in passing. A certain university from which you have a degree Uh-oh. is now changing the name uh, of their football field because the word field is racist. What? Yeah. So it has can I re- a name. Can I return my degree? <laughs> <laughs> no. Will they give yeah, me my money no, back? You should. I don't think they will. Oh, yeah, because sucks. the world, the word "field" is racist. Okay, so what are they changing it to? <sighs> I don't know. I didn't read the story. I just all right. Hold on. Mind. Yeah, uh, we have to research this. Yeah, I didn't. I'm challenging your alma mater, your MBA school. This is for those of you just listening. This is Nick deep in thought. Yeah. Oh, and this is this uh, will piss me off if it's true. Hey, and and if it's not, I'm kind of glad to at least make you do some research. Um, if uh, you're also, if you're just listening, Nick, as your beard really looks good, it's nice and and like trimmed, and um, yeah, you need to. I think you need to stick with that, but I don't, and I refuse to kiss you, even though you've asked more than once. Okay, but Jen so, might do it. Yeah. Has nothing, real to do with, story. has nothing to do with the football field. What is it? It is the department specifically decided to remove the word field from its curriculum and replace it with practicum. Oh. Shut the hell up. Practicum is racist. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. I can't believe it's yeah. practicum. Yep. Oh, wait, here we go. Nope. It's official United Airlines and USC agree on L.A. Coliseum naming deal. So that's what you also read. Okay. United Airlines and the University of Southern California have reached a new naming, new, new naming rights agreement for Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum to resolve criticism that putting a corporate name on a stadium disrespects the whole, I'm sorry, the role of a World War I monument. <sighs> Renovation nearly a century ago. Central facility, USC Trojans football. The deal is $69 million over 16 years. Starting in August, it will be known as United Airlines Field at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. They're calling it field. They're calling it field. Yeah, but United Airlines they're not field. Calling it, they're not calling it practicum. USC <laughs> practicum. Yeah. Hey, could you break that word down for me? Uh, I don't know. So when I was <laughs> there... I didn't have to have a practicum. I had to have a, uh, I had to do a, a thesis, but now you can do, you can replace. No, wait, I'm sorry. I had, mine was called a, my, was not called a thesis. It was called a practicum. Whatever. I, that so, was, yeah. What field are you ago. in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You racist pig. Right. right. What field did you study in? Oh, that one over there with corn. <laughs> Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah Very I nice. Well done. Well done. Actually, so that was a yeah. fun tangent. Well, Let's do more was, of those tangents. I saw it, and I'm glad that I didn't read through the whole thing because I would have known practicum would have stuck in my head. But yeah, I, uh, 
What is and that was only one choice? story, and I don't even know if that was a trustworthy source. I didn't look at. Oh, wow. I, it wasn't like the LA Times, you know, trustworthy. Wow, trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Yes. I'm so sorry. LA Times. Yeah. Uh, could you just give us the New York Times feed, and we'll just publish it here? It, yeah. They just published it at different times. That's oh about it. Oh my gosh, Times. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So we did very well on that. Um, what else did, uh, oh, ah, yeah. So ah, speaking ooh. of Jordan Peterson. Yes. His daughter is Michaela Peterson. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, and a very attractive young lady. She, um, has had a lifetime of illness. Okay. She has had, uh, a, I don't know what date ranges, although I did hear the whole story. Um, she's had a hip replacement. Oh, she's wow. had both of her ankles replaced. She's, I mean, she had uh, uh, autoimmune disease issues, um, overweight, uh, just terribly sickly okay. her whole life. Okay. And she uh, changed one thing, and it changed her life. She five years ago became a uh, a uh, vegan. She went on the carnivore diet. Oh, did she? She eats nothing but meat. Okay. Or I should say animal products. And the first thing anybody does is say, oh, really? How healthy yeah. can that be? Well, I don't know. Ask the lady who's had her body completely right. you know, and replaced she's, and removed. And now she's had a couple of kids, looks like. She has, and she is uh, doing podcasts. And so she talked her dad into her dad, Jordan Peterson into uh doing it as well he lost 66 pounds wow and dude is in i mean yeah i mean he's pretty, cow he's pretty fit yep jeez but wasn't that way you know a year a year ago interesting yeah so kind of a unique thing he he talked to uh to our friend uh joe rogan about that as well yeah was he on, i'm gonna have to because i listened to that podcast but i that or a podcast with him on there um, but he must have come back and because I don't he remember may that have, part but of it. You know how they take segments, yeah, and then yeah. we'll just redo them. But right, yeah, you can find those everywhere. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. That is very interesting. Uh, I I don't know if it's for everybody, but it's no, the and, and of I, vegan for sure. That's I think that's a really good point. I think yep. it really, I think anyone that's considering using diet, and I'm not an expert. Got to throw that out there. That's my you know my non legal training. Yes. Um. Any, I'm yeah, not an expert, not but anyone, right, that is not, not my practicum, practicum no. not my practicum whatsoever. Um, if you're looking at what diet works best for you, try some with doctor's advice and, and figure out what works best for you. Because for some yeah. people it's going to work great for others. It's not, yeah. you know, it, it's my wife wants to be a vegan. She wants to be a vegan. Sure. She can't, it's not healthy. And even with supplements and trust me, my wife takes a lot of supplements, Sure, even with supplements, she couldn't, it, it, she did not feel good when she was a hundred percent vegan. Yeah. She has to have certain other things in her life. So, you know, there's, and there are a lot of, I know some other vegans that went vegetarian because, you know, they, they felt better strangely sure. enough when they well, ate eggs. And I think you go through changes too, as yep. you get into these diets. And that's yep. why um, a 90 day run is usually the best way to do it yep. because often the first, month you're going to feel like crap anyway oh absolutely because no you're you're, you're detoxing it was true but you're changing everything about how your body interacts with food yep. and especially if you're all meat yeah uh, and and i'm 
and it's interesting because you think about what they can use. So it's butter and it's dairy, some dairy, uh, uh, it's, uh, eggs, uh, steak. They, they're big on beef and yep. not, not like filet. They want you to do ribeye with fat in it. Right. And they want you to do, you can do chicken, I guess, but they prefer beef. And right. I, I don't know. I mean, I could do a steak every day. Sure. Not a problem, but <laughs> wow. I'm not sure about three times a day or twice a day. Right. Right. I, so. Uh, yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm different. I like, I have tried kind of that sort of thing, sure. but I, I can't do that because I, it, it actually affects my sleep because my body doesn't digest red meat. I love red meat. It doesn't digest red meat as well as some other things. So well, and, but I, I feel think, much. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, I think the, the key though is the, and this is how we've been taught mm -hmm. that, you know, this is good. This is bad. And it's not like that. No. It's how does one interact with the other? Exactly. That's the part that people yep. miss. Yep. And, and so that's why I could eat a uh, quarter pounder with cheese, strip off the buns, and eat the damn burger. Yep. And while it's probably not the best thing ever, it's something that is not nearly as bad for you as eating it with the bun and all the shit together. Right. That's the part. Yep. And so that's just one microcosm of all of the things, well, the, I hate red meat because I feel like crap when you have it with what? Well, right. bread and dairy and right. And, and that's exactly it. Yep. And, you know, yep. So exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's well, it, cocktails is a, a very good example. So um, I have tried sober January and failed at it. Um, uh, we won't go into what, but no, I. Funny. We, I have, but that's as long as when you were taking Daisy to school, you weren't drinking. That's fine. exactly. Yeah, okay. But that's the, the thing is, I, I normally, except for the holidays, we talked about that on a much earlier podcast. Except for the holidays, I normally don't drink during the week, and I mm. might have one or two on the weekend. Mm. When I do that, I feel fine. I don't, no negative effects. It, but over the holidays, when I was having a cocktail every single day, sure, I felt like shit. I yeah. absolutely felt. I mean, just lazy and out of it. And so, you know, getting back into my normal schedule where I'm not drinking during the week has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, some people, oh, we've got friends that don't drink at all just because it's not that they don't like it. It's not that they don't want to, it's not that they're alcoholics. They don't do it because they don't, it makes them feel like absolute garbage Yeah. and they don't want to feel like that. Well, and the older you get, the longer it takes to recover from that. Yes. Crap too. Yep. And so, uh, as much as I, uh, you know, I would, I, can do a martini with anybody. I just can't anymore. And, right. and that's okay. It's a good yeah. choice to have. And it's one. Absolutely. And it's me, one you know less what? thing to worry about. You, you enjoy it. So now it becomes a special thing. So every once in a while right. you do one just because it's special, not you because know, it's going to make you feel good. But. Yeah. You say that sometimes and then you go to the next day. Oh hell, that was not special. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about five or six, John. I'm talking no. about one. Well, you know, my rule martinis are like breasts. <laughs> One's not enough and three are too many. That's right. Yeah, that's so. absolutely accurate. That's, yes. That's my rule. And on the, I think that's a good I rule to end so on. I think so, too. Do not put that as your description. No, no. Here, the description this week. No, martinis are like breasts. Maybe you no, should. No, maybe Come you on. Should. Well, so my wife <gasps> occasionally listens to the podcast, but not not very often. Jen, if you noticed, If you notice the last uh, episode title, it said Hot Wives in it. Yes. I came home from, from dropping Peyton off in the morning and all of a sudden I'm like, I hear my voice. 
That's and it's Jen funny. listening because I'm like, oh, you're listening to it because it's at Hot Wives, didn't aren't you? That's and awesome. she's like, yes, but it wasn't a very long, <laughs> it was not a very long part of the the segment. I'm like That's I know, hilarious. <laughs> so you, yeah, you sucked her in. I did, yeah, I did. That's what I'm done. always looking for. So this think, this week is going to be Grace Classy, but I'm going to double check the name and spelling. K L A S S Y. Good. Okay. Um, so, and then pool cages. And stud sensors. So that's that's this week's uh, stud sensors. I yep. still think martinis are like breasts. Not a I, bad maybe that. that'll. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. And maybe that'll be the name. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. We'll bring it up. Okay. So those of you who heard that already, just forget about it. Pretend Absolutely. you didn't hear it. Yeah. Right. Well, they're just going to roll into the next episode anyway, so they probably aren't even paying attention. They're just going to roll their eyes into the right. next episode. We already said the podcast <sighs> was ending, so they probably shut it off. Going, oh, that was it. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know they're dying to get out. Come yes. on. Are you done yet? Good <laughs> Lord. I've been done with my walk for half an hour. <laughs> Says Bill, yep. Anywho, <laughs> folks, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Head up to PottyMiles.com. Check out our new site and some of the uh, the items that are up there, including, you know, we haven't mentioned this in a while. Head up and get go to our merch store and see if you can find something that uh, you might want. Do it. Uh, I need to order a new T-shirt for myself because mine is worn out. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got some some good stuff up there. Check out some of our, our partners in past episodes. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Look forward to it. See ya. See ya.